This is a HeadGum Original. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Oh my good God. Virgin Mary and, and the the holy hole. I am so excited to be here today. You're listening to Drag Her, the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. I'm Mono Gapian. I'm joined by another drag race gay, uh, just like me, someone who's dedicated their life to commenting on, I'm going to say, your favorite show in the damn world. <laughs> I am gooped and gagged and honored to be joined by Joey Nolfi. Am I saying your last name right? You are. So many people have, I mean, if you're Jada Essence Hall, it's Joey Nubsy, as she famously called me once, totally seriously. Um, but no, you got it right. And I mean, just like Jada, I have done my shot of tahin. My energy is boosted. Oh my, my tongue God. is coated. I am ready. Thank you so much for having me today. I live. Wait, how do you feel about a tahin covered fruit? Um, okay, so I, this might be surprising to some people, but I have never tried a teen okay. fruit um, to the point where I thought it was fascinating enough to write an article about right? this on EW.com slash Drag Race, where you can find all of our Drag Race coverage, yes. And I was like, because it just, it amused me so much, because like Monet was confused by it, Shay uh-huh. seemed confused by it. I, it is one of my top five like favorite drag race moments ever truly well, like i laugh so hard when jada just holds up the bottle and says taheen like it's just I, it made me want to try it i gotta yeah. say it made me want to like be like oh, i want to try this that's kind of a fun way i gotta say though it's also very you live in new york and i think I la is like so taheen centric <sighs> yes just by I the cuisine wait. i'm gonna be there next week and i oh. am my friends are telling me they're like oh if you think the taheen joke is funny like we're gonna have to do shots of taheen when you're in la so I mean, because I've been looking for it. I've been looking for it here. Maybe I'm just not looking hard enough, but I guess it's only been like three days. So I bet there's the right (laughs) bodega you can stumble into. (laughs) Maybe so. The search continues. Joey, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, Me too. You know what I'll say? You know what? I'm sorry, but I like the way fruit tastes with fruit on it. I like fruit. Make fruit fruit flavored. Fruit flavored, except I am a firm believer this is a controversial opinion. Then it turns a lot of people off and like cancel the podcast after five minutes if you want. But like, (laughs) I am a firm believer that fruit should not touch dessert ever. Like fruit should be fruit. I disagree, but work. You don't want uh, it on a cheesecake. You don't want it on a pie. That is the only except. Okay, pie is disgusting unless it is like chocolate chest pie. Wow. It has to be rich. It has to be some like no. It cannot be. Fruit. She wants a cream pie. That's what I, she wants. <laughs> not starting off with a cream pie. No, we're five minutes in and already cream pieing. Yeah. Lovely. That's what I came here for. <laughs> That's the kind of conflama <laughs> you signed up for when you decided to do dragger. Joey, I've been a fan of yours, and I mean, I, I, I have to say, we were talking just before we recorded, like, we're both drag race gays. Like, you cover it in such a fantastic way, and you you work for Entertainment Weekly. I do. And how long have you had this uh, drag race gig? 
Um, well, let me just say, first of all, that it's very flattering of you to say that you are, have been a fan of mine. I just, I just think I of myself it. as just, I do my stupid little work at my stupid little job and like, I just, you know, go about my day. Um, and <laughs> that's no, sh- so, you're being such a bitch to yourself. <laughs> Shout out to EW. I do not think EW is stupid. That was just a figure of speech. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, thank you. That was very, very kind of you. But um, what was the question again? <laughs> oh, how long have you been doing it? <laughs> um, so I've been... Well, it's actually, I've been a fan of Drag Race since, mm, I think the first season I watched was back when they had them on US Netflix back in like 2013. Oh, and I watched, okay. I binged season three. My friend came over, my friend Alice, shout out to Alice. We came over, she came over, we watched the Oscars one night. And then mm-hmm. after that, she was like, have you heard of this show Drag Race? Uh-huh. We watched season three until literally the sun came up after the Oscars. Yeah. So it was like the <laughs> gayest evening ever. But, um, then I got and it's a long at, season. Oh, it's a very three. long season. Yes, yeah. but I was hooked, and I then got my job at EW in 2016, and then I started uh-huh. covering. I didn't start covering Drag Race until about a maybe a year into my time at EW, and then once I, you know, got a taste of covering Drag Race, I was like yeah. addicted. So, yeah, it's been. And there's so much drag years. race. Do you cover other things at EW or it's mostly oh, I that? Do. Oh no, okay. I definitely do. Like Oscars okay. is the thing that I've been, oh, you cool. know, Oscars and movies. That is like my huge, like one of my biggest beats. I mean, drag race takes up most of my time, but like, I am sure. so good at predicting the Oscars and talking about actresses over 40. Like it is so stereotypical that those are my two biggest beats, but like, <laughs> can mean, you believe the Oscars this year? I mean, can Can't, I believe it? Yes. Uh, just because I just, uh, I, I just feel like Hollywood is such a far beyond what people as well. I mean, as you know, it is an insane industry and mm-hmm. to finally see some of that like bubbling up in front of everybody in a live context was just mm-hmm. like I it, people, the, the myth was shattered for in a lot of ways. And I think yeah. people got to a, a glimpse of what, you know, these people actually think and feel in a more real and raw way than, maybe they have seen in the past. So yes, I think it I, was the bubbling up of a lot of emotion. And uh, mm-hmm, I'm talking mm-hmm. about Will Smith. He didn't know what to do with it. I think he was so yeah. emotionally charged. He, he was like a tea kettle and he had to pop and he popped the wrong way. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just, it's such a complex thing. I mean, I, you know, I hear what Jada is saying. I hear what, Tiffany Haddish was saying Essence after afterward. Essence Hall's is the most important opinion on the Oscars. She's saying, but, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's a very complex thing and I don't know it's that bad. I will ever have uh, a... It's bad. I'm, I, I'm going uh, to say it for me. This is my experience, but I've been around a lot of mental illness. So mm-hmm. when I see people with manic tendencies like that, I, I, and I might be projecting, I'll own that, I... Ring a ding ding, nine one one, call the mental health police. That's not for oh, no. me. Oh no. So that's why I am like, I'm not with it. And and I yeah. I'll, and I, I feel comfortable personally saying that. Yeah. No, and I don't know one way or the other about Will's mental state. I do know that he um, was on David Letterman. And did you see that Netflix thing when he was on, this was like filmed way before the Oscars, but like they had to put a little title card up before the Netflix thing it was like, this was filmed before the oh. Oscars. And he was talking about doing ayahuasca and how he <laughs> had this vision Fuck. that his whole career was, was like slipping away from him. And Willow was like calling out for him and being like, daddy, why won't you help me? And like, he saw his whole career and life like just disappear. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and that told me that like, I'm okay 
anything that happens, like I have control of what's going on or something like that. And I was just like, okay, so this guy was going through it a little bit before the Oscars. Yeah. He's like, you know, very complex issues and I cannot pretend to know what was going on or what his mental state was or why he did what he did. I can just, you know, look at as so a journalist. So she's a politician. Okay. Me? Okay. No, I mean, I, I think it's certain things like that. When I do cover a beat so heavily, you know, it's, it's important to remain somewhat objective, but you I also talk do to that. stars. So you, you have to, you have to be very eloquent not, with your words. It's not even that sometimes. I mean, it's just, I, that is truly has informed covering things that way has informed how I do view things as a person. And I do think it's important for me to some remain with a journalistic perspective in my Humanize. job and also in my it helps when looking at a situation like I can't just make a blanket statement about Will Smith in his behavior because I saw him do something in a 30 second moment on television. You know, just like we say about the queens on Drag Race, they're in front yeah. of cameras. They're under a lot of pressure. There's a lot of things going on. You have no idea. These are powerful people it's in a, a very, very high pressure situation. Articulate thing. And that's not the kind of thing we welcome on this podcast. <laughs> Dumber. I'm flopping. I'm flopping. Stupider. Cuntier. Should I just say Tahin? We'll just shout Tahin. Let's just yell Tahin. I'm kidding. You're you're a true gentleman. Oh, thank you. Um, I am so excited. How are you feeling so far about this season of Drag Race? Oh my God. Okay. I really, really, really like it. I was so concerned at first that when I heard the no elimination thing, I was like, okay, this is going to be a little strange. But. I think it. I'm actually ending up to find out like who is going to get blocked each episode. I'm mm-hmm. actually like more excited about that than I am like, you know, oh, who's going to get eliminated and who's going to like, clap back at somebody else today. Like, I'm more excited to see who's yeah. going to get blocked. Like, I think it's a really interesting twist. It, and it's we're a, building to something really exciting. Yes. Oh, for sure. I think that this season we have only just begun to peel back the layers of like what is coming. I think that there is something they wouldn't do an all winter season and have the only thing be like this blocking back and forth every week. There has to be something else. Right. And this is actually, a, I would say it's a, it's a better, it's a better survivor style gag than all stars three, because you know, obviously with all stars three, it was like a trick. Uh, and I think <laughs> it was a trick. It was a trick. Yes. It was a trick. And I think this lets people know this is the game you're playing. So you get to strategize from the beginning. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if they told them, beforehand or not that this was what they were going to do. And that's why some of them said, yes, um, I imagine that there had to have been something to be like, you know, cause if you're a winner, you're not going to go on this show. Mm-hmm. If there's the potential that you're going to get eliminated, you know, after I one heard episode tea that some of the, the girls knew that they were not being eliminated. I truly honestly do not know. Um, one way or the other. Uh, I really wish that I did know the answer to that question. And I feel like if I ever were to ask that question in an interview, maybe like I might get cut off. I don't know. I, I have no I'm a clue. monster. And I saw an interview with Jinx uh, where she very eloquently without being too, without being too, um, too verbose was like, yeah, you know, I might've said yes to the season because I learned of what they were doing with us. And I was like, Great. That's good to know. You know what? She did in our cover story interview, she did say 
She said something similar. She said, and that um, might be where I, I saw she, it. She said, I think it's the reason I said yes. Yeah. So I maybe think that's that maybe where they did it. know beforehand. I don't know. That's I, EW.com. EW. Oh, were you, were you setting me up for a plug? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I thought it was somebody else. If you're not, <laughs> if you're not logging on to EW.com, you're only getting a quarter of the story. You're only getting a quarter of the story. If you're not able to immediately remember all of your quotes from interviews that you've done, you're getting zero of the story. Apparently, in the my coverage case. is really good. Like, I love the relationship you like EW and Drag Race has had, and it's thank like, you, thank it's you, really exciting, and it's like well produced. You make the queens look gorgeous. Thank you, thank you. That is, I mean, it's a lot of work. It is a, it, it, and I don't just mean like you know the preparation of it. I mean, but that team over at Drag Race, I mean that PR team is a really, really, really great group of people, and I love working with them. Um, and they are so great at, you know, if I have an idea and I pitch it and it's approved, I mean, we all work together to make it happen the best way possible. So it's really do, mm-hmm. you know, it's my ideas and my team and my editors and, and all of that that goes into it. But I mean, that PR team is just great. So, yeah. Okay, that's fantastic to hear that there's so many people elevating, you know, elevating the Drag Race girls together. Yes, we love to do it. We love to see it. We hope to continue doing it. What so. did you think of last week's ball at the Drag Race All-Stars? Um, okay, I know that everybody is loving the ball, but uh-huh. I I was not... You were I not mean, gooped. I, I was gooped by the Jada Essence ball, but I was, <laughs> I think that, I think Jada's and maybe... Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of well, who Trinity else. was in the top, but do yes, you buy it? Um... I mean, I guess by, I mean, I get, I don't think that Trinity did poorly. I think that I just am like now struggling to remember maybe some of the looks yeah. that Trinity well, did. Raja was also like, I think someone who like a lot of people were pumped for, but one okay. of her looks wasn't so good. The Olivia Newton, John Waters. Right. I mean, the ball, I completely understand why Raja was not in the top for that. I mean, I, I, I have been a Raja stan since the days of Me America's too. Next Top Model, Little Sutan in the makeup room doing the girls when they were crying before their photo shoots. But I think, like, yeah, I think it's inaccurate to say that Raja should have three wins right now. Like, I, I see a lot of people saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was baffled that she wasn't in the top for Snatch Game, even though right. Madam is like nightmare fuel for me, which, <laughs> oh, wait, oh my God, have you seen? Okay, it reminded me of this thing. Have you ever seen this drag puppet named Shay St. John? No. <gasps> oh my Ew. God. You have to look it up. It is. Why are you trying to give me night? Why are you trying to oh, jigsaw you are my go- ass? You uh-huh. are. Go- oh, it is very jigsaw esque. It is. I mean, it, it is like low quality VHS on YouTube, m- completely manic edits. It is a puppet drag. I have no. It's the just nightmare fuel, and that's what Raja's madam reminded me of. But you have to YouTube it as soon as we're done. But the okay. ball, yes. Like, I mean, Jada had the most consistent looks, but Raja, yeah, that that Olivia Newton. I agree with you that Raja was really actually robbed in Snatch Game, and last week wasn't a robbery, but it was like, God damn it, it was so close. I agree. Two out of three, fabulous. The third look was just, I mean, come on, we all know next to that Vanna look and that incredible gold look that she made. I mean, that just Olivia Newton John Waters was not. It was it was a pair of pants and a shirt. That's true. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, saw I the love tights Raja. and they were yes. ripped. You know, oh, it no, was truly no. an Amazon. I mean, if I could easily create that outfit on Amazon and that's not good. Maybe you should. 
Can you do it? <laughs> I'm putting you to the test. Let's see how well you can do it. I I I could I time me. You could supermarket sweep me, and I could get that <laughs> outfit. At, delivered to my house in 60 seconds And we can see your mustache We can clearly see your mustache You just yes. have to shave the beard 100% I, And I'm willing to do some nasty shit to honor John Waters Like, you know Aren't we all? Suck a dick on all? screen I oh, mean No, wait, not that I'm not doing that. my peppermint X fingers You're giving the X out <laughs> Yes, I um, can't agree to that We're back in And uh, Jinx is singing Ding Dang Dong Just creating Just like the, the canon of Drag Race is now intermingling more than ever. Yes, yes. I And I think that it's, I mean, I, I like this. I think this is the reason why Drag Race is so successful is that it is so self-referential and it mm-hmm. just, I mean, the fans too, no reference goes over their heads. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, that's, you know, I love it. I love to see it. And when they were all sort of joining in on it, I was like, this is just a, a made in heaven Drag Race moment. It was fantastic. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. And we're already getting some drama now that Monet has been successfully evading the plungers, where <laughs> the rest of the winners, obviously, have been gotten their plunged, their asses plunged. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that uh, Monet successfully has strategized up to this point. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I mean, we're going to see this get so interesting as more people start to win stars. So I think that's when the real strategy, I think there's a lot of strategy going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing mm-hmm. right now. Um, so, yeah. <coughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, the, the, uh, the alliances have yet to pay off unless, you know, these alliances are being shared in winks and glances and we're, they're not, they're not willing to talk about it on camera. I mean, I, yeah, especially given with what we were saying before, if there was potentially beforehand some knowledge of how this was going down, I think that it would be natural for them to already start to think of strategizing how to approach this. And I think that Monet came into this game completely studying drag race, doing sibling watchery with Bob, having done pit Mm -hmm. stop. I mean, watching season after season, she doesn't miss a season. I mean, Monet said candy, like producer muse. Like I, we're Uh going to give you Monet showrunner network CEO and executive producer exchange. Like I think we need to keep it our eye. Not only, Oh, what what were you going to say? She's giving me a vibe. I just, I just figured out the vibe she's giving me. She's like, when, when, when one, when a guy gets caught on cheaters and they're kind of like, wait, what? (laughs) Wait, wait, what do you, wait, wait, what do you, what do you mean? Wait, what? Like they're. Yes. It did very much read like you just sort of like crashed my boardroom meeting that was supposed to be secret (laughs) for only me and you're calling it out publicly and. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that, I don't know, are we going to see this alliance like with Trinity take a tumble in the future? Because Jada seemed, you know, in our cover story yeah. interview, she kept teasing that Trinity and Monet might have done some playful backstabbing in Trinity's this alliance. very so. good at drag race, so she's the one to yes. stab in the back. I, I don't know. Monet did come into this saying that she really wanted to uh, stir up the chaos, stir up the drama. She was really well, inspired by Well, why would she UK bring her with her to the end again? That is a mistake. I don't know. I think that they, because, I mean, Monet is extremely smart and you see, you can see that Trinity did well on All Stars 4, obviously mm-hmm. as well. So, like, if this whole thing is based on blocking and people winning and blocking others, you're going to want to pair up with somebody who has like 
I think didn't Trinity have like the most wins heading into this? I think she's kind of held holding a record for like most wins. She's yeah. at least like tied with somebody at maybe at yeah. this point. But yeah. yes. She has so, like seven drag race wins or something crazy it like is that. Wonderful strategy. It's good strategy. There you go. If you're in this workroom, who are you the most afraid of? Who are you like, I need to kill her. I need to pluck her every <laughs> chance I get. <laughs> Honestly, I need to jinx. throw those pearls. Yeah, I jinx. agree. One hundred percent. I fully I'm, agree. Mm-hmm. She's just she's good too at everything. Good. She's great at everything. Her career after the show. I mean, you just look at all the things that she's been able to do, and it is a career that was like tailor made for a Drag Race winner. I mean, she has been <clears throat> acting and comedy and you know improv, improv comedy sketches. I mean, music. She is just the yeah figure of like you know poise and elegance and comedy and what you're supposed to be as a drag race winner so i think i agree and she has so much to teach the queer community as a queer person Mm -hmm. who puts art and expression and talent at the front of her image she don't care how stupid and ugly and weird she looks that is like mm-hmm. invincibility in the queer yes. community. Yes. A- and I think that's why she's going to be really hard to beat. Yes. And I think she's just so like removed from all of that. I mean, she is just so this, the raw talent is just incredible. I mean, just the way she in this challenge just thinking on her feet, just how yeah. quickly she was coming up with things. It's just like, holy shit. Like how I don't even know if I studied improv, I could do as good of a job as, as Jinx does. It's just, it's, it blows my mind. It's, it's, it's a long, it is a culmination. I think that's the word culmination of years (laughs) of like talent, ease, uh, uh, goofiness. Yeah. And I mean, and a willingness to take focus in a way that isn't gross either. Mm hmm. Yeah, wait, you know? cul- cul- the word culmination, though. I, yeah. <laughs> speaking of gross, I think culmination is not a word. Culmination. I'm sorry. Cum, cum, cumulation is a theme night at the Eagle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was getting it mixed up. <laughs> I thought that's where you're going with that, yes. <laughs> well, we're going to get into this challenge. But first, mm. silence, Joey. <laughs> I feel like taking a break. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last-minute gift for, like, your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today spelled e-a-r-n-i-n in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in drag her under podcast when you sign up it really helps the show that's drag her under podcast get some extra dough have a little fun and don't wait for your employer to give you your money honey 
Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de- decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. back my break we are back here we go talking this fairy tale justice challenge and we're back in the workroom with the girls they're you know they're 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 doling out the roles they had to pick teams and somehow raja was chosen last insane i don't get it i don't get it i'm like i i, I think this really is psychological warfare against raja this entire season i'm just like yeah. even the queens are picking her last like what is going on if i'm if i'm being weird i'm going to say they maybe didn't pick okay here here's my weird psychological thing you don't pick evie last cuz we evie's already in her head about not being great at comedy challenges so she actually might do better if we don't pick her last Whereas Raja might know. be of strong enough will and mind to be like, it's fine. I don't care about being picked. Do last. you think that they're really thinking about that? I don't know. I don't know. If if that Monet is, is to great, be trusted. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that is an excellent theory, but I don't know if anybody's that is going through anybody's mind in the workroom. I yeah. think that they I think they when they especially when they pick from a lineup like this, I truly do think that they're just thinking who can benefit their team the most. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm I'm trying to turn this into a Christopher Nolan film. <laughs> and it's <laughs> Christopher Nolan's Drag Race. Imagine that. <laughs> We're not too far off from that, honestly. Honestly, we start at the winner. We see who wins the season. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Yes. Oh my god. So, here we go. We have these fairy tale justice scenarios. Um, they're trying to pick the roles. Um, one mm. of them mm. is about the three little piggies and the big bad wolf, and the other one is about little red riding hood and the big bad wolf. Which of these would you rather do? <sighs> and I- did you like this? <laughs> I would rather be the judge. Let's say ah! that. I would rather. Um, Strange. I would rather be the judge. Um, 
Ooh. Agreed. I didn't think this was a very successful in love no, challenge. I didn't either. I, 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 ugh, God, what to say about this? I think that <laughs> I truly do think it is, you know, as much as people are saying that there's too many seasons of drag race, I think that you can maybe, I mean, there's so only so many different variations on one kind of challenge that you can do when you do so yes. many seasons. So I think that it really is on the writers of the show and the producers of the show to, you know, crank out a lot of different scenarios for these queens to do. And yeah, I mean, it's a fun idea and I really liked the Jersey justice one that they did with that. All stars four. Yes. Think. That was all stars four. And I agree. Yeah. Like I liked that, but I mean, I think this, this was is just, too complicated. It was too complicated. And I think, I think that it was like, it was strange because it didn't feel like an improv challenge. Like it was filmed like one of the scripted shorts that they did, yeah. like an acting challenge oh that God. they usually do. Comedy it lives felt, in brevity, by the way. And these it, were so long. Yes. And it it like it just felt like it just the aesthetic of it didn't suit the kind of challenge that it was. Uh, and another I, huge note for comedy is Com- okay, so comedy becomes absurd. Mm-hmm. If we start absurd, sometimes it can be a lot harder to find what's funny about an already yes. absurd idea. Mm-hmm. And I yes. think this needed some grounding because it's it's kind of like we're already starting with wackadoo crazy. What is unusual or breaks from the expectation of fairy tale, which is already wackadoo crazy? Yes, and I think that's why someone like Jinx or someone like Evie just completely stood out in this challenge to me because I think that they were able to take the absurd 10 that this challenge started on and just maintain it throughout the entire thing. Um, whereas I feel like a couple of the other queens you could tell were maybe getting a little tired throughout the challenge or, um, you know, just weren't on that same level of like responding and improving yes. and yeah, they weren't also, in the moment, they were in their characters. I'm going to be a comedy nerd and say, I feel, and this is true sometimes, when you're in a genre world, sometimes the funniest thing is actually the most grounded thing. So like, so my weird note is, since we're already in a weird, funny world, I found the funniest performances to be ones that like kind of like brought it back to reality. Like Jinx just being <laughs> yes. an emotionally affected pig. Influencer. Or, yeah. 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 Or, mm. or Trinity. For me, Trinity just kind of like, she was yeah. almost like, making fun of the absurdity of the challenge. And I thought she mm-hmm. did the best. And Evie just being horny, <laughs> yeah. like a horny, horny dude, like off in the corner. Like that is just, I love I, that Evie was in both. I think that Evie's presence in both definitely helped too. I, you're very kind. I'm going to be a monster and say, I did not think her part was very successful <gasps> for me. Oh, she was my favorite. Oh, really? Okay. Talk yes. to me. Talk to me. She was my favorite. I think that, I mean, I think she definitely should have been in the top two. I am baffled that she hasn't gotten a star. I mean, I think she was quick on I her feet. I do agree on that. She, she had a lot of clever lines. That she the deserves dra- a star. She does deserve a star. Well, yes, that part. Okay. I understand that you're not going <laughs> along this journey I'm with not me. Gonna, but I want to hear your opinion very much. I, I think on the just most basic level, when she steps in the room and you look at her, she's doing drag that not many people on this show that's true can pull Very off committed. and pull off well yes she's completely committed to it she's done it multiple times this season so far and i just think that she came in not because you could tell with her whoopee performance she was sort of which i don't think is the most awful thing in the world like everybody else does i actually sure. I've told eb this in interviews like i i think she's too hard on herself for that performance i don't think it's horrible yeah but um 
This, I think she just said, you know what? I'm going in there. I'm being a horny wolf. And that's what was at the front of her mind this entire time. And she leaned into it. She wasn't thinking too much about it. She was just saying whatever the fuck a horny wolf would say. And uh-huh. it worked. And I thought she was really funny. I thought she looked great. Um, I, she was my favorite. I really thought she did Work. the best in the Soul Challenge. Yeah. I, for whatever, whatever reason, it didn't hit for me. And I can't exact. I mean, she was committed. Um, I wonder if I was distracted that, like, I felt like her character choice was, like, s- reminded me so much of Boogeyman that, like, I had Maybe. a hard time being like, wait, this feels like the same thing. But um, it also but could if- be the scenario itself. The scenario is kind of weird. It is. We- yes. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's going back to what we were saying. Like, it just it it feel it's like an awkward setup. Like if these characters were in a scripted challenge with little like maybe 10 second bites at a time that we see in like the scripted acting challenges, yeah. I think that this challenge would have come off a lot better. It's the structure of it. It's the way that it was filmed. It's the long shots and the, the, the long drawn out scenes that I totally. think made it feel a little awkward. And it's trapped between sketch and improv, which is like, yeah, uh, just yeah. decide which one you mm-hmm. want. Exactly. And I'm also going to say this. It's time on Drag Race for them to have a grounded acting challenge. Like, I want to, because and this is because this is a skill the girls will actually use. Exactly. What is it like when we bring in, like, the directors of Broad City or someone like that? And we're like, <gasps> we're doing, yes, we're doing, yeah. like, Broad City-style comedy scenes where it's yes. a little smaller, a little bit more personal, and you bring you to the set. Because that's what they're going to do after the show. But Drag Race is all about, I mean, yes, it does produce superstars. But I think it's very clear that Drag Race is all about its own brand, its own you know, style of comedy. It's not necessarily Mm -hmm. about molding a star. It's about how well a star who is already a star can adapt themselves to the drag race format. True. And I don't think that they are ever going to do something like that. Um, I, because I think what works with the drag race fandom is not necessarily, it's something that's great and it can make a great meme and can make a great TV moment in the context Mm -hmm. of drag race. And we all love it. But is it something that's going to like, is putting a pig nose on an improv challenge going to help even the best performance in this challenge, is that going to help them in their career later? Like, no, it's about doing well on drag race. And there's nothing wrong with that. Iron chef. It's chopped. (laughs) Like, it's not like, here's the best ingredients. Go for it. It's like, Ha ha ha! You mm-hmm. have to make dinner with a leather shoe and ketchup. Like there you go. That and what can you example. do with it? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. It's fun to watch, but I mean, yeah, I think that's the, just the reason why a challenge like that would maybe not work. Um, yeah, but they did something on Dragula, um, the most recent season that I thought was really interesting. That that f- like fully fledged short film acting challenge that yeah. was like half serious and then like half just completely bonkers comedy. But the Uh preparation that they did for that, I thought was really interesting where they actually had a director come in and they went through the scenes and it was filmed in a really elegant way. I would like to see, I think something like that could maybe work in the context of drag race, but changing the style of comedy for for a challenge like that. I don't think we're ever going to see that. I think you're right. And I mean, like drag race did some impressive stuff on season 14. I felt where they did that, like that teaser challenge that was great and that was edited beautifully Mm -hmm. and it was just like made everyone look better with the sharp editing 
Um, well, <laughs> they even fooled us because they put <laughs> scenes from the fake fights yes, in that. Yes. In the, the fucking commercials for they the sure season. did. And oh, that I loved that. That was a big troll on all of us. <laughs> they, they got us, gal. Um, they got us really good. And uh, let's see. In this sec, what else I have to say about this Jersey Justice? Miss Monet is coming up to the stage. Poor Monet. She has to do this oh. challenge for a second time. Oh, yes. And oh, she, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Yes. Yeah. God damn it. And, you know, <laughs> I, if I, okay, I will say this. I, I contributed some ideas. And when we were talking about this courtroom idea with wonderful people at the World of Wonder, it started as a very grounded acting challenge where mm-hmm. it was more about like another small town. Um, another small town like Jersey was like, oh, let's focus on a small town, like, you know, whatever, just a, just a nasty country town Mm -hmm. and what court cases can happen here. Like a grandma sleeping with her granddaughter's boyfriend. (laughs) Um, that's what I pitched. Um, and it, it transformed into this. And obviously I'm not going to pretend to understand the show as good as the amazing people who make it, but I am a comedy snob. So I think it could have been more grounded. Yeah, well, so when you say grounded, you mean yeah. like the actual basis of it is more rooted in like something that is feasible? Yeah, that's what I mean by it. Yeah, thank you okay. for asking me what the fuck I'm talking about. That, yeah, like, that's I, helpful to people who don't know what that means. I just feel like grounded can mean a few different things to several different people. So you're just like it, essentially not, you know, like I get what you're saying. Yeah, it, 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 it meant like b- b- uh, believability. It's always like um, that little sense of believability is like the sleight of hand with comedy because mm-hmm. we're going on a journey with you. But to get there, we have to believe there's some kernel of emotional or human truth. Like so I even like mm-hmm. fucking crazy worlds like Disney and Pixar worlds. They always start with like some human emotional truth to take you to a crazy yes. place. Yes. So are you telling me that you don't believe RuPaul in those elf ears? <laughs> you, 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 that's not grounded? No, that's you? the trait of the season. That's what that is. <laughs> Can you imagine just for a moment, all I could think about was Raven putting those ears on RuPaul <sighs> backstage. I, that was, she looked incredible. I, I loved I, it. I have a, like, there's a new sexuality. We need, like, a new flag, queer community, for whatever RuPaul was. That was flip-flops. This is, wearing the flip-flops, wearing, (laughs) you know she showed up just being like, I'm wearing this. Yes. Do whatever you want on top of it. <laughs> these are the bottoms that Utica was trying to get to on season 13. These, This is just what RuPaul wears from yes. the waist down. Behind the, behind the, it's very uh, little innocent middle. angle a la Willow Pill. <gasps> yes. Angle um, slash ankle cornbread. Shout out to my oh cornbread. Oh my God. Ankle. She is, um, she, she's wearing, whatever. Ru looks amazing and it's funny and it's great. Yes. Jinx improvises even as her ear falls off. She's very good at it. <laughs> And Jada still looks fucking incredible with that pig nose on. She looks so good. Sick. Sickening. I know. She's so fucking gorgeous. And she made me laugh. She made me laugh. She, she did. Yeah, I think it was a little. Yeah, she made me laugh. It wasn't like, I don't know. It's hard to diagnose, right? Because my main di- my main notice for the editor. Make him look better. Can we also just say, okay, great moments in Drag Race cinematography. Shay entering through the like horns of Michelle's hair. Like yes. that was, the cinematographers are really going for it for these past two seasons. And they, let me just say. They're going hard. Oh, they really are. Emmy, I mean, Emmy forthcoming. But I mean, I laughed 
I think the hardest I laughed in this challenge was something that was just so stupid is just when Shay reveals what her name is. Uh-huh. I Holly, Halle Berry. <laughs> Halle Berry. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid so because I was, when she first said it, I was sitting there, I was like, why is she Halle Berry? And then I it clicked B-E-A-R-Y and I, it was just so stupid. And <laughs> It's still I'm giggling thinking about it right now. I know that's <laughs> I probably- love that they it's dumb, but no, that's what's beautiful about comedy. I mean, it's stupid, and I love stupid. That's why I like I a lot of my favorite shit. Again, I'm gonna shut up about comedy, but the best comedy is either so so absurd, like cartoon comedy, or so grounded, like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh, I okay. I've never seen a single episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's cute. Ever. And you're my, not, I'm, I mean, you're not missing too much. If you're not, if you're not already into it, you're not going to like it. It's that, it's that. That's like what, 15 years of catching up that I would have to do. I was, and no. I was only, I mean, that show came out when I was f- four years old. So <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm is just <laughs> A-I-T-A. It's just, that is the whole, it's a whole, am I the asshole? That's all mm-hmm. the whole series is. Mm. You're but, not even going to challenge me on my, my age. I was going to let it slide. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to not. (laughs) I'm going to hit you with a G again. You look good. Um, (laughs) Miss Gia, opening doors still. We're opening doors here. There's room for everybody. Let's just say that. I I love the door she opens. Viv is here playing uh, the little little Miss Red Riding Hood-ish. And, uh, or I guess she's a Hansel and Gretel type. She's a Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's Little Red. Or is it Little do Which one has the fruit? The, not the fruit it's basket. Hansel. Oh my God. Freudian it's slip. Hansel. But yes, there's, yes, yes, this yes. is why this is confusing. What fairy tale is this? We don't know. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. There's bears, sure. tigers, and otters. Twinks. Oh my. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does Viv still qualify as a twink, I think? And maybe, maybe. Um, so. so whatever, this challenge is about them. Then some more bears come in. They're fighting about who's right. Another comedy note I'll give is denial makes it really hard to like build on what's yes. fun or funny about the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of de- like denial can work if the characters are in agreement. Mm. Right. Mm. It's like it's just like in a in a comedy scene where, you know, Ricky. I mean, why am I so old? Ricky Ricardo saying, (laughs) Lucy, do not go to the Tropicana. But we know that the characters are saying, of course, I want you to go to the Tropicana Mm -hmm. and ruin the night and create the comedy. Yes. You have to propel it forward. You can't put a roadblock in there. You have to. I I mean, okay, honestly, I think, and I just saw Bussy Queen say something about this too on Bussy's review of this, but I think I love Bussy so much. And as much as I love Michelle and, you know, I think she's one of our nation's great auteurs when you (laughs) Steven Spielberg shakes when he sees Michelle Visage sitting in that director's chair. But I almost wonder if like Michelle is part of the reason as to why this also feels a little strange. Cause she, her performance didn't feel like it was like on the level of everybody else's. And I almost wonder if it would have been better to just get Bianca back because this is an all winter season to do I her agree. judge duty. In this. I like, agree. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, I actually think the host needs to be ruder and messier. Yeah. And yeah. not be afraid to get in there and not be afraid to cut people off and even set people up. 
Mm-hmm. And Bianca could have done that well. And we've seen that yeah. Michelle can do things like that, but it just, Absolutely. yeah, it, just, it, it wasn't working in this challenge. And I'm not sure why. Yeah. I think they I gave do. her too much to do too, too much to balance. Maybe so. I mean, too much like her, her, uh, her necklace. We have another great moment in Michelle Visage necklace messagery. She's she loves witch, it. Returning. She's, yes. She keeps trying to uh, become more and more sophisticated, but we know she's a Jersey <laughs> girl at heart. <laughs> Don't as the roast proves every year. Yes, we, uh, we get a glimpse into Michelle Visage's life. For me, Trinity really stole this challenge. I just I don't know why she ma- she made me laugh the hardest, and I I can't necessarily defend it. She just made me laugh the hardest. She was good. Everything from the second that she walked in. I mean, just doing the Winifred Sanderson walk. It was just. I mean, uh, it was lovely. Yeah, and she's Russia? like kind of like. I don't want to say making fun of this challenge, you know, like she's I above she the challenge. She's above yes. the challenge and it's genius. No, yes. No, that is exactly what she's doing. I think that, and I, I really do wonder how the, like the look came, like how, what are the chances that Trinity just has this exact same thing that Michelle has? Like I yeah. just, I, it, it's, there had to have been something else going it, on. It was here. a, it was helped. It was produced. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just helped. This was the role she got. And she was like, yeah, I'll do that. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You were saying does. about Raja. I think that Raja, like I, well, I like Raja. I, I do adore Raja. I, I think there was like something off about this performance too with Raja. I'm not sure yeah. what it was. Like, I, think I don't some think it the, was the part for her. Yeah. I mean, I think that I thought she had the physicality of it down really well. Like I loved her little mannerisms when she was like walking out to do her little exit interview. And, um, but it just, it, it kind of felt like the whole group was like you were saying, they kind of felt like weird about the the challenge itself it didn't necessarily yeah and yeah i agree rod this role made raja more polite than i would have liked to have seen her because she's Mm -hmm. great when she steals focus i think i would have loved to seen her as the witch um i think i would i think that's what i would prefer to see her as but um Mm -hmm. it's hard it's hard like you said this is not about being given a gift on a plate right this the drag race is about Here's a roll of duct tape. Now make a present for the queen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You adapt to it. It does not adapt to you. Right. Right. Work. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about that main stage. We're going to chirp and burp those runway looks. But first, <laughs> silence, Joey. I feel like taking another damn break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bring back 
my break. Oh my god, we're back. We're ch- we're chatting. We're gonna see what's happening. I really held my breath when you said silence. I'm like, oh, I can't say anything. I can't say anything. <laughs> You're very respectful. You're way too respectful. You're too kind. I have, I, I'm taking up space that is usually taken up by like Nicole Byer or like the I cast know. of Queer as Folk. I'm not even the most famous Joseph. I'm not Joseph Shepard. Ah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm gagged, but I'm gagged that you're here. I Oh, before I forget, how... Do you enjoy, I was, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, how, do you enjoy being a drag race gay? You know, like drag race gay is like me, you, and other more popular mm-hmm. ones like Bussy and uh, yeah. other other girls like Joseph. Like yeah. we're, we're in a strange position sometimes being like, we love the show. We like talking about it. But sometimes <laughs> we invite a lot of um, wrath from the drag race fans. I mean, yeah, I think that... Uh, I mean, it's hard to feel like sometimes like your entire personality is not taken up by just being a Drag Race fan. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I promise I am multifaceted, even though my Twitter feed is just like deranged tweets about Drag Race and Lady Gaga. Those are my, like, and mom (laughs) memes. Those are the only things that I do. I really um, love Lady Gaga, too. Me, too. I just, really deeply. When she was a judge on season nine. Oh, my God. That was incredible. Best moment of my life. But, um. Yeah, I, I I think that this fandom is notoriously unkind to in a lot of different respects, and I think it's easier for them to maybe unload a lot of things on people who they already feel like are not necessarily involved with the franchise, but like adjacent to it, like a journalist mm-hmm. who is covering it, and it's easier for them to like maybe. Um, like I, I read the YouTube comments and I actually shouldn't admit this out loud, but I like know. I do read the YouTube comments and like some of them are like pretty, pretty mean. Like they, <laughs> the yeah, other they're, days, they're tough. They are tough. The other, I mean, I, the other day I read the a comment on our cover, uh, the round table interview and it was like, Oh, this ugly pig at the end couldn't even put anything on his face and he's at a table full of all winners. And the funny thing is, Jesus. is that I literally sat in the makeup chair for 15 minutes before that. And they were that. like, oh. Wow. I was like, Well, I guess um I yeah. guess it didn't work. Trust me, I've been there. I've been there. So you, you you read the podcast reviews and sometimes they're like I, I think one that really gutted me was when they were like Look, some people are just meant to be co-hosts and not main hosts. And I was like, you're very entitled to your opinion. And I, you know what I can weirdly say? I weirdly have grown from the negative comment. Like once you, someone said the meanest thing about you online, it it kind of like. You survive it. You survive it. And you're like, you Mm -hmm. know what? People are allowed to have opinions and. No matter who you are, people are going to have opinions about you. And that's, mm-hmm. you're, that should not, I know it can, but it has nothing to do with how good you decide to feel about yourself. Exactly. Like the Vixen just posted a really great video today. And I think everybody should go to the Vixen's Instagram and okay. watch this video where she was like talking about this exact thing. And she was like Love saying, Vixen. Eva, oh, I love the Vixen so much. She is the biggest sweetheart. And it is like, she gives such good advice on her Instagram all the time. Super and this sweet. video is just like talking about how even if someone pays you a positive compliment, it's like, oh, like I, you know, it's nice to accept a positive compliment, but like I didn't ask. I go out, look, and I 
am wearing this or looking like this because I think I look good. So like, there's no need mm-hmm. to reaffirm that because that's like also in some way implying ownership over somebody else in a public space. And it's like, I, I just think that, you know, hearing something like that, it changes your entire outlook on something mm-hmm. unless like the comments are helpful in some ways. Like sometimes people have pointed out things that I have done in the past, like as just like little physical ticks in interviews and stuff that I totally mm. stopped doing now. So they can be helpful. So yeah, everybody you just know, be mean to me on the internet still. Honestly, I can handle it now. Say whatever you want. Like yes. it's, it's completely your prerogative to say anything nice or mean. It's, it's fine. Um, that's your expression. The way that I'm mm-hmm. expressing myself and how I, how I feel about this show, you're just as entitled to your expression. I mean, and the comments just kind of bounce right off you because, I mean, you're cashing those HBO Max checks. So, like, <laughs> let's, let's be real. Water Come off on. a duck's back, bitch. Water off a duck's back, yes. Um, should we, let's go ahead and talk about Miss Mama Roo's <gasps> look in this runway. Oh, my God, we missed the Tahine moment. I know. Well, what did you you want to say about the Tahine moment? Nothing. I just want to talk about it for the rest of my life. (laughs) I really do. Tahine. (laughs) Tahine. I can't wait for you to actually try it. I know. Me too. Rue looks insane. So good. So good. I love that the hair to me is like classic old school Rue, but it's It's, this like white thing she's doing in recent years. Yes, it is a classic old Rue look that somehow feels like it's also from the year like 3049. Totally. Uh, Exposed corsets are back. Oh, it looks so good. It's great. I just can't. Rue has been, oh, is that preview for next week? That that outfit that Rue's wearing next week? Or we'll get to that later, maybe. (laughs) I can't wait. Anyway, this is an absolute chirp, perhaps a caca. Mm -hmm. Rue is, it could be a caca. I give it a caca, yes. Give it a caca. And I also give that caca to Ross Matthews' Ross's insane ponytail. ponytail. <laughs> insane. He's sick. I didn't clock, like, it, it, is it bad that, like, when I first saw it, I didn't clock uh, it as, Jamesy. like, completely out of the ordinary? I know. Let's not even go there. I just, I, that man, we I can't. need to cover the screen because I just, he is, I'm literally covering the screen. He's one of Earth's best looking oh, humans. Um, and I he's know, so I nice. Know. He's so yeah. nice. He's been on the pod years ago. He's that was so kind. Justice for JBC. I mean, honestly. Absolutely. I love that he's like, fuck Canada. I'm coming mm-hmm. to fucking America again. This yes. is bullshit. Yes. I live for that. So I was missing the romance storyline between him and Rue this time, though. I know. I mean, they, actually, that is a runner they should have kept alive. Yes, they really should have. Uh, <gasps> so theme is Spikes. Oh, my God. Um, I can't tell if there was a funnier name for it, but Spikes. And Jada Essence Hall comes out. I don't so even know how to fucking explain this. Uh, you can't. You can't. Words will not do this justice. It's, it's a just little bit the, that cat from Sailor Moon. I don't know their name. No. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a little bit that, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. No, that really. Yeah. 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 And also maybe the one from The Simpsons, too. Isn't there a cat that looks like that on The Simpsons? Probably. Yeah. Little ears. Snowball? Little ears like that. One, two. <gasps> um, it, I don't know. Oh. It is. It it's is. next level. Are those the same boots from her ball look? Perhaps. I'm oh. not sure. Uh, but this is like, it's like the Yakuza clan uh, hired a demon ghoul. And she's back from the dead, even though she fell on the Mortal Kombat spike pile. <laughs> came I, to, yes. Came back to Earth as Grace Jones. Yeah, yes. Oh, so the, good. the high contrast black and white on the face is just 
It's incredible. I mean, I'm I gonna just, give this a caca. Yes, a caca, caca. Jada said the ball is two weeks in a row. I know, a hundred percent. Jinx <gasps> Monsoon mm, giving Sonic too. the Hedgehogs more sensible, sexy <laughs> sister. <laughs> What'd you think? I think that. Okay, this is honestly, this is my favorite runway that I've seen in a really long time. Collectively, I think everybody did a wonderful job. And I think that this from one. From her or everyone? Oh, from everybody. I, I truly think this Work. is one of my favorite runways in a long time. You are, you are like, uh, I'm regretting this decision to bring you on this No, I, I love, I genuinely love disagreeing. I do disagree, but I fucking love, I mean, I love Jinx so much that I'm just always like, oh, her, her runways are going to be, this was good for me, but it wasn't like really great. Good. I thought this was great. I really did think it was great. Cause and she even did like a Daphne Guinness hair. The hair I would say is my, yes. the face and hair are stunning and interesting and weird. And like the color palette of white and like tang is uh, so cool. The hair looks like, do you remember those little cream savers candies? They came Absolutely. in like strawberry and orange and that's what her hair looks berries like. And just, cream. Like, berries and cream. Very that. Berries and cream. Yeah, this is, I will absolutely chirp it. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. to, to me, it's like, it's classic good jinx. It's good. I'm going to caca. Okay, work. I might caca everything. No, That's, I won't. Do whatever no, your won't. heart desires. No, I'm going to ground have, this comedy. <laughs> we have Monet Exchange, <laughs> who's giving, again, she loves a Mortal Kombat reference. I'm still getting she Mortal does. Kombat from this. It's like gothy, <laughs> spiky. But I think the Mortal Kombat elements are the things that need to go about okay. this. Like the mask, the mask needs to go, I think. Okay, um, good. I, th- I think if she took the mask off, then this would be a 10. But I think yeah. there's something about the mask that oh, just- I the, like the mask. The But the color of the mask, it, it, it it's very clear that the person who made the- jackets with the spikes on there was not the same person who did the mask. The mask feels like it was purchased. Mm. So I think that it doesn't flow with the rest of the look. I think I don't like the shoe. I think that's one of my main things. It's like, I, I think I get that it's punk and I guess I get, like I get a doc Martin-y kind of thing, but I think it's just kind of dragging the look down because I don't mm. know. I think it's a little too chunky. I think the shoe is like, they look kind of clowny. To me, I'm not mad at the shoe. I'm, okay. I'm mad at the lace color. I think if the lace yeah, is maybe black, that's it. Yeah, I love uh, the name on the back. I still have to chirp it personally. Yeah, me too. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's yes, not it is perfect. interesting. Yeah. Okay, Evie oddly giving Pokemon Scyther sighting. Yes, Pokemon. Yes, she's um, walking in these damn claws. I love it. I do too. I think that it reminds me of, um, wasn't there somebody else who did like a stilty kind of thing? I, on, on Drag Race España, there oh, was a oh, look yes, like yes, this. Oh, yes, 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 yes. From Onyx. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a little uh, better. Sorry, mm-hmm. it was a little bit better. But I mean, but not, Drag Race España season two, come on. Like that season yeah. is just next level. Um, but this is, I mean, just the pain that she had to have been in and walking in those shoes. I mean, I have mm-hmm. to just... I mean, there's just everything about this look. I mean, because I feel like also Evie is the perfect kind of person to pull this off because if somebody else were yeah. to be wearing this, her just her body proportions and her the length of her limbs, it just it all works so well together. 
It really does. And I mean, mm. there's like little things I want to see more detail on, but it's maybe that's on purpose because there's like this amazing relief on her neck and mm-hmm. um, the, the the contacts are incredible. The, yeah. the, the hair scorpion swoopy do is really cool. Yeah. It's definitely oh, it's just, a chirp. I cannot believe that she had just had, does not have a star yet. I just, I don't get I it. I know. It's, it's, it. it's not right, but it's okay. <laughs> Trinity the Tuck. Ha! Bram Stoker's, Bram Stoker's Tuckula. I'm plastic. I'm Trinity. Um, tuckula, not Tuckula. <laughs> I, 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 what'd you think? I, 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 yeah, I'm struggling. Okay. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I think in pieces, it's genius. Like the spike through the, the just the concept itself, genius uh-huh. concept. Spike interpreted that way. Great. Love the candelabra. Love the hair. Love the stained glass stuff on the chest and on the train. I love, but it's just like all together. Do you think it's, it's a, a lot? It's it's a it's complicated. It's complicated, and I, I yeah. I wonder if she doesn't need the like. The the piece that's uh, around her head. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know or, if she or, needs that. Mm-mm. Or just like to lessen it a little bit to make it so that it's only like a tall collar around her head. Yeah. Might have been a little bit better because the, yeah, it does it. She kind of looks like the dinosaur from Jurassic Park that kills the guy <laughs> from Seinfeld. Dipalifosaurus, whatever that yes. is. Yes. G- the, in that, yeah, the Dipalifosaurus that comes mm-hmm. in the com- the cumulation <gasps> of the film. The cum- Cumulation? Yes, yes right when the film cumulates. Um, <sighs> I still have to chirp it. I think the ideas are so interesting. The details are sickening to me. Okay, I would did, still chirp this. Did you not just get done shaming me for saying that I liked every single outfit and you are now liking every single outfit? I'm going to burp something prop. Well, I kind of oh, wanted okay. to burp Evie. I, I wasn't obsessed what? with that. Wait I don't minute. know. Wait, Look, this is just all got- winners. <laughs> You wait a minute. Did I? Okay. Can, do we need to rewind the tapes and uh, <laughs> listen to you praising the shit out of that? I'll Bella? gaslight you. I'll gaslight oh my gosh. you. Not this. Not this. Uh, are you chirping or burping? Oh, I am cacawing. Yes. Here we come, Miss Vivian. Oh, we're we talking about Vivian or Trinity? Trinity. Oh, Trinity. I'm not cacawing. No. Okay. No. Trinity. Trinity. I'm burping. Okay. Work. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Trinity. Um, So Vivian is giving this holy hell razor moment. I am just speechless over this. The color, the the level of spikery, like how many spikes are there. Yeah. Just the, oh, it's so good. It's so good. The smoky eye paired with this. It's like. You know, you feel wrong. The the cross on the head makes you just feel a little bit more wrong, which is right. Oh, yes. It's I just, great. I just like my mind melts when I look at something like this because it's just like, how is this even possible to be this perfect? Agree. And the nails, look at the nails. And the ebb and flow of like the size of spikes also like give me yes. Microsoft screensaver realness. <laughs> like it is like... It is a polygonal sight to behold. A polygonal sight to behold. <laughs> yes. Is there a better word than caca? Is there like a, um, well, I was going to say turkey gobble, but that sounds worse. <laughs> I that love it. You can do worse. it. Uh, oh, I'm not going to do it. Wait. <laughs> Screech. How do I do a? <laughs> that, 
Is that a turkey gobble? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you say it is, yes, <laughs> it is. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yes, that okay, is exactly gobble, what I'm giving gobble. this. Gobble. Yes, I'm giving this look whatever you just did. Oz, Raja. Mm. Oh my God. And this mm. is fan fucking. She's holding a mm. mace. What? Oh she looks like she's from the Masters of the Universe. I yes. mean, she looks incredible. Oh, it's so good. There's I a diaper, wanna... but it looks cool. I don't even know yeah. what that crotch piece is. I don't either, but I don't care because it's just so amazing. Like the the little, like what are those called? Kneecaps, the yes. knee, knee, knee pads or whatever are just so good. I mean, it's just everything. Everything is just amazing. Nudes, purples, the Aurora Borealis stones. It's all insane. Mm. I really want her to hit me with that mace. I really do. <laughs> I really, really do. I love it. Like the split cape in the back too is also another smart. Of course, Raja's a genius when it comes to God. construction. Raja, uh, just, oh, Raja deserved a, it's a, a star for this week. She really I did. know. Uh, it's a yeah. chirp. This is a okay. chirp. It's a caca. Shake Houlet giving, uh, it's a little bit uh, elfin princess. <sighs> From Hyrule. Yeah. I actually didn't live. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Shay is like the most perfect human being on planet Earth, but I, yeah, there's like, when she, but, but the good thing is that when Shay doesn't do it like at a 10, she's still at like a seven. Yeah. Like it's never bad with Shay. It's so, not bad. Mm-mm, no. But I just don't I, get I'm it. I'm used to such a level. That's what it is. I don't get it. I'm used to I, such a high level with her that yes. I'm like, what is this? Is it punk? It's like mm-hmm. this kind of, it's like this elf went to an Avril Lavigne concert. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I'm in a burpit. Yeah, I think me too. Okay. Unfortunately. Unfortunate indeed. But what can you do? We we, yeah. do, we do our best. I love Shay. I really do love Shay though. Me too. And easily can win this whole damn thing. Agreed. So now we get our top two, and it's mm. the Viv V Jinx. I felt like Jinx was not ready to lip sync, if I had to guess. I think so, too. I really think so, too. I mean, sure, her heart did not seem like it was in this lip sync. She did the Vivian's was. And I feel like someone else thought they were going to lip sync. I think Raja almost looked plucked. She was like, God damn it. Well, I think, honestly, Raja won the lip sync when she asked Rue if she was sure she wanted Raja to go sit back down yes. with the rest of the safe queens. Like, Auntie yes. Raja is not having any of this. <sighs> That's so true. Especially after they pumped her up. Um, I know. Yeah, and that shot of her looking completely straight-faced while the rest of them are, like, laughing and hollering at the lip sync. I know. <laughs> So um, I thought this was kind of an arbitrary top two, personally. Um, I think they could have put anyone in the top two this week. That's sometimes what happens with improv challenges, in my opinion. It's also, it's, I think it's just also weird because the judges clearly know that Jinx can't get a star this week. So I'm just like, if you know that yeah. like Raja and Evie don't have stars yet and they both did well on the runway and I think in the challenge, um, why, why not give them one? Well, someone might say they're trying to illustrate the cost of, uh, what it means when you can't get a star the following week. And someone might argue that making these two, the top two illustrates that there's like worth to the concept of like, see, there is, this is a good thing. And it might even even out the numbers. So no one is like, leading the pack so early in the game. Yeah, 
But I mean, when the question, well, no, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that's that's yeah, just that's my whole, opinion. I could be no. way off. No, you're completely no. I actually, I'm changing my stance. I'm grounding my stance. <laughs> I have, this is now the new word of my life. I'm grounding my stance in what you're saying. Grabbing and gobbling. I'm always, I'm always a conspiracy theorist when it comes to Drag Race. So you know, it, I could be right, I could be not. Um, I, do we think that Jinx through? Like, I mean, I know Jinx is a committed performer, but it does seem like with <laughs> what was at stake here. And I know how much Jinx does care about her sisters. Do we think there's a chance that they do sometimes not purposely not put their all into these performances? That's an that's an that's a, that's a really intriguing argument. Did she throw it just a little bit because we know the target on her back is gigantic at this point? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did she throw it a little bit? That's a possible. That would be strategy. I mean, that wouldn't be a discredit to Jinx's artistry. That would be playing right. a game. And All Star Seven is all about strategy and playing a game. Maybe more so than other All Star seasons have been. So I don't think that that's necessarily like shade or a knock against somebody to say that they are throwing a lip sync this season. I mean, it mm-hmm. could completely play into the game that that they're doing. Yes. That's a good point. And everyone knows, or many have noticed, that this is the first lip sync Jinx has lost in Drag Race history. Oh, yeah, it is. So people are saying, is this a stunt? Is this real? Was she just uh, not prepared? She was like, I did not think you were going to give me the top the top again. Maybe in <laughs> Maybe, that tight I, dress. That could, that could be it, too. Because she didn't necessarily look... Well, wait, did she change? I think she changed. Yeah, a lot of them are changing these days. <laughs> well, I, okay, so I did ask Jinx about this. Um, okay. I, I asked her in um, in our interview last week, because we do like the weekly podcast interviews plus Amazing. like um, weekly Q&As that just go on the site. But um, she said that they all just got into this habit of... Um, everybody changing because they had no idea who was going to be in the top each week. Like, and I, it seemed right. like a non bullshitty answer. It seemed like a very, you know, we all just clearly everybody was getting good critiques. So we had no right. idea who was going to be in the top two. So they all were changing. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. And like, it's interesting too, like a lot of times they're like changing back into their challenge looks as if to be like, <laughs> remember, <laughs> like, I, I also love Evie's um, changing attire. It seems like Evie is literally like she changed into a pair of pants on the first episode. Now she just changed into that hilarious wig and that just like tight red dress. I just I love what Evie is doing at yeah. all moments on this season. The weirder, the better. I am. Yes. And the number of uh, outfits these girls are bringing is already absolutely blowing my mind of like I know me too you're wasting that look just on the possible lip sync thing that, that what <laughs> no no Jada last week with the oh my god during the Beyonce uh, perfect so good perfect so good. what's your what's been your favorite look of the season so far I gotta say oh god there's a couple insane ones but I wanna say that first week where they were like we're queen like we're, we're giving like winner looks mm. it might have been Raja's like evolution of her rococo look mm, yeah it was so good or oh god there's been so many good ones but or possibly possibly jinxes that week where she was like red <gasps> golden hair piece because it was like so her but like at a 28 yes that was excellent that really How about was excellent you? as well i think hands down it's got to be evie's melted uh candle crayon that was hot look which she walked out i literally was like (gasps) that was hot so good so good 
It was How do really you make good. something like that. I want to melt candles all over my body. I don't know. Oh my. Okay, this is a family podcast, Joey. Oh, this is- fuck off! No, it is not. This <laughs> <laughs> is not a talking about cumulations and clocked. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been mm-hmm. clocked. Um, Joey, you're so fucking fun to have on. What? Can, where well, can we follow you. you and support you? And wh- wh- where can we get all our coverage for Drag Race that you're covering? Um, so, uh, you can go to EW.com slash drag race where we do, we have our weekly podcast. We have our weekly quick drag Twitter spaces on Tuesdays at 3 PM Eastern, where we interview the all-star seven cast or just, you know, drag race alums. Like we had candy muse on last week to talk about the ball. It was a great episode. Everybody should go listen to that. I love candy muse. Yes. She is just one of my all-time favorites. And (sighs) then, um, uh, yeah, EW shares all of this on their socials. So at Entertainment Weekly on Instagram, at EW on Twitter, and then I am on Twitter and Instagram at Joey Nolfi. That's EW, or for you drag race stands. Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Drag Her Podcast, follow us at Drag Her Podcast. Joey's handle and EW's handle will be in the pod description. So click below and if you like what you're listening to, please go ahead and give us some love on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you listen. Give us a five-star review, say some squawky stuff, and we'll read it on the pod. We'll read those reviews on the pod as we do. Um, and like we said before, positive or negative, this is your voice, sis. Let democracy ring out. <laughs> Don't read the reviews about my episode. They're going to be bad. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Till next time, my queen. Let the music play. was a HeadGum original.